Welcome to the Alchematics On Air podcast, where we cover a range of business management and recruitment topics, from understanding cybersecurity issues to how to manage and engage with remote working employees more effectively. The world of work is changing. Please join us to stay informed on current commercial thinking and new world business practices. Welcome to the Alchematics CyberSec Leaders webinar series. I'm Richard Ritchie, your host and Managing Director of Alcon Maddox. Now, as many of you know already, Alcon Maddox is a niche executive search and recruitment agency based here in Dubai, with a primary focus on sourcing top commercial talent for the IT channel industry, with a strategic focus on cybersecurity. Now, as part of our ongoing client and candidate engagement program, we're running the CyberSec Leaders webinar series. And this is really aimed at helping business leaders identify and attract key talent in the industry by discussing career objectives, trends, threats, and solutions with a variety of industry guests. Now today, I'm excited to be joined by Pavin Baghiz, uh, Country Manager Middle East at Heimdall Security. Uh, Heimdall Security is a leading European cybersecurity vendor. Uh, say hello, Pavin. Hello, hello. <laughs> so we obviously got quite a few things you want to uh jump into today but before we do that i i guess the first question is obviously let's 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 hear from yourself Pavin. why don't you tell us uh who you are uh, and what is it you do at heimdall sure, sure. you already did uh, richard so uh, as you said you know i i represent heimdall security we are a european uh, cyber security vendor we started our operations in Middle East in 2014 and 15, when, when the company was found in, in Copenhagen, Denmark. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we are, I can I can proudly state that one of the fastest growing cybersecurity vendors, and uh, it's been a great uh, pleasure for me to represent Heimdall as the first man on the ground. I joined Heimdall in 2019, uh, December, as the country manager for the Middle East operation. And uh, so far, it has been a wonderful journey, and I'm looking forward for a great journey uh, with the Heimdall. Yeah. Excellent. So, t- tell me what. Tell me a little bit more about Heimdall. What is, what is their focus at the moment in this region? Heimdall security as a vendor, uh, a cybersecurity vendor. I don't want to call. We are very niche in in what we are providing, but there is something really unique, uh, which no one can't substitute. Uh, that's the beauty about Heimdall. You know, we have multiple technologies uh, which no one have thought about. You know, uh, ha- in a single bundle, in a single, uh, you know, in a da- in a dashboard. Uh, that's the beauty about Heimdall. So, yeah. Can you give me some examples? It, it's all about yes. It's all about making people's life easier. So the customers mm. at the moment in in the region. I, I will come to that in, in the latest thing. But at the moment in the region, people have multiple technology for for each thing. They'll be having something for the endpoint security, something for the email security, something for the DNA security, something uh-huh. for the management, uh, email for prevention, remote desktop. And, and that's where Heimdall works as, uh, you know, like, like, like a supporting uh, player in, in their journey to success. We provide all these technologies in a single bundle, in a single dashboard, which can make the customer's life much, much easier. Yeah, no, for sure. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, here the customer don't have to struggle uh, by by going into multiple dashboards, multiple solutions. It's all about making the life easier. That's where you know we are looking forward. To it. 
Definitely. I've heard it time and time again over the last few months, actually, when companies, obviously, they're investing an incredible amount now in cybersecurity, but having 15 different cybersecurity tools or products from different vendors can be actually quite confusing and can itself create opportunities for breaches, right? So I can understand why having it all in one platform and provider is, is certainly attractive to some people. But look, I'm, I'm interested to understand a little bit more about uh, yourself, Pavan. You obviously said you were the first man on the ground uh, here in the Middle East for Heimdall Security. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about that? Like, you know, how, how, did you, how did you even get started as the first man on the ground? Sure, definitely. Uh, I always want to do something, you know, uh, which was under my, my passion. Mm-hmm. And my passion was always to learn a lot about the technologies, about the market, about what is happening with the worldwide. So in the whole journey, which started in 2014 in the Middle East, I have been through this. I have been uh, selling solutions. I have been, you know, advising solutions to the customers. I was selling products to the customers. At the same time, I find some time to develop my uh, my passion. Uh, I time to um, develop my my learning capabilities, and and I was of course a fast learner, and that helped me to land in this position. So when I w- was working in a previous organization, I went to a high level security team. They have they know me very well uh, for the last three four years, and that led you know a, a successful step towards our growth in in the Middle East region. Me mm-hmm. as a person and I'm the security as a, as a vendor. So we agreed to, to start a collaboration between me and, and, and I'm those uh, headquarters. And we started our operation in, in UAE, uh, having our office in JLT in, in 2019, December. Then uh, uh, it's been almost like one and a half years and it's been, you know, very fast, very fast. So, what Even, so being a country manager, you're obviously first man on the ground. So I imagine there's a... There's, there's a few different responsibilities there, right? There's, there's, I, I imagine setting up the office, certainly sales would be a key component of that, but then also building a team and a support mechanism around you, right? It's all about, you know, a lot of tasks together, you know, being, being the first man in the ground. He, if he does good, then definitely things will fly. If we don't perform well, then definitely things will be bad for, for each company. And I would say one of the success success part of Heimdall was, you know, I, I have put a lot of effort, not just me, my, my partners in the region, my distributor in the region, they have supported mm-hmm. in a very good way in, in promoting Heimdall and, and building a team in in, uh, in Middle East as well. So mm-hmm. at the moment, uh, in, in, in uh, the month of June 2021, we have a team of around 10 people focusing into the Middle East market, majorly UAE, but uh, yes, we have customers across the, the, the globe, I mean, uh, the Middle East territories. I mean, it's all about setting up the team, all about setting up the office yeah. structure. Uh, and, and one more one more thing, uh, really important is to, write, to find the right, uh, you know, people to, to mm. work. And, and it's been a successful, so. Yeah, I guess finding the right people is key because they need to buy into the same vision that you bought into as well, right? Because I guess, like you say, I think from a vendor's perspective, moving into the region, it must be quite, um, it's obviously a key role for them to hire for a country manager position such as what you occupy, because um, you'd imagine that, for example, if you were to if you were to not work out, they could draw the conclusion that the Middle East didn't work out for them, when in actual fact, 
it's nothing to do with the Middle East. It's you because you're carrying that um, responsibility. So it's quite a it's quite a serious um, role to play. And it's you know you've obviously built it pretty well over the last couple of years. Things are moving on. So it's um, yeah, hats off to you, my friend. Thanks. So look, from a, from an industry perspective, um, obviously things have changed quite a lot uh, in the last couple of years. How have you seen the cybersecurity industry change specifically over the last 12 to 18 months and how has it affected your business? Uh, when you look into the cybersecurity industry, there have been a, a, a huge difference uh, you know, in the last couple of years. One of the differences, of course, the increase in the cybersecurity attacks. Hmm. Finally, people started losing a lot of money. The customers have, have seen really the value of having a, a team for cybersecurity in, in the enterprises. Especially yeah. when it comes to, uh, you know, the enterprises really understood the value of having a CISO, the Chief Information Security Officer, and, mm. and also really want to have a couple of people under him, under under the cybersecurity team, also you know taking care of the incident management part of it. So yeah. people at the moment, or or, or the C-level employees at the moment in, in each company, they don't want to to pay the ransom where at the moment, you know, instead of that, now they are ready to spend money to prevent the, 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 the environment from getting attacked. So that's yeah. the, one of the biggest differences we have seen uh, at the moment in the cybersecurity industry. Was that people's willingness to spend? Is that what you mean? Excel, Excel. Yeah. Okay. I mean, more than spend, Richard, it's all about, you know, they have seen, or, you know, my, my friends in, in the CISO spaces and uh, cybersecurity spaces, Hmm. They used to come to me saying, Pavin, now we have a great value in the company because the, the C-level employees have seen a great uh, advantage of having us as, as in their team. Yeah, hmm. <laughs> Time has gone. I mean, you know, if you look yeah. into like four or five years back, uh, it was not very necessary to have a CISO in a company, but things have changed a lot. Yeah. And in, in the last couple of years, I think, uh, yeah, this has been a great, great change. Uh, yeah. Excellent. So it means uh, so it's obviously great for the industry as a, as a whole from a from a career perspective, I guess. If you're moving into cybersecurity, certainly in the tech space, um, there's a there's a lot more into opportunity for growth. But the same, as companies now value, I guess, cybersecurity products, services, but also um, cybersecurity professionals, both internal and uh, consulting as well. Okay, so 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 that kind of brings us up to date, if you like. But then, how do you see things changing um, over the next twelve to eighteen months? Where, where, where is the industry heading here? The, the industry will be definitely will be very, very, very in a very good situation. Mm-hmm. If you look into, uh, you know, maybe after one, one or two years of time, uh, what I see the most valuable thing is I have seen already some, some tractions happening in, in, in the market, not just in the UAE, in the Middle East, but mm-hmm. across the top. Solutions, the products are being replaced completely. It's been replaced by the solution. Okay. The customer no longer want the product. Mm-hmm. They go to a customer and tell, I have a product which is uh, high level security. In, 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 in one or two years, the customers will say, no problem, we are not looking for high level security, but we're looking for a patent management or a DNS security. So the future will be more towards the solution than, than the products. That's one change which, which will be coming very, very soon. Okay, One awesome. Another change uh, uh, which I am currently seeing is uh-huh. the, the cybersecurity have evolved a lot. And as I told you, you know, the management, C-level employees, 
uh, have seen are seeing a great value in uh, in investing in cybersecurity. So if you look into the enterprises, which is which is now happening at the moment, yeah. are moving towards SOC as service models. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there are multiple companies in the market like LPG, uh, Intercept, and all which provides managed security services. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree with what um, Nicola was saying last 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 uh, webinar. So people are moving towards that space. The enterprises wants to secure their environment, so they want to give it to the, the best hands in the market. And that's where- You're, you're seeing the, a rise of the managed security providers. Excel, yeah. Excel, yeah. Excel. And for, for the companies like the SMEs and the SMBs, mm-hmm. where they can't really afford a, a managed security service, and, and mm. you know the fact it's a bit costly. Yeah. Uh, People can do it in an economical way, though it's a bit costly. So the companies who can't afford, I think the term for them will be virtual CISO, hmm. and it's gaining a lot of momentum at the moment in the market. People are okay. a lot and lot talking about virtual CISO. Interesting. So, and, but then how does that play into um, a vendor's hands? If you're if you're looking to if you're looking to acquire solutions rather than um, products or services. What does that mean? Heimdall's strategy changes slightly. It's more about uh, Heimdall being uh, a, a unique service provider in the market. And uh, if you look into the growth which which Heimdall is growing, Heimdall have a great plan to have multiple integration with multiple technologies. Mm. And uh, we are currently working with. Uh, one of the leading company from from Iceland when it comes to the DDA capability. So the yeah. customers will get a, a DDA as a platform for, for, for them now. Okay, so if you look into the last couple of years, this has been already, you know, it is happening. It's, it's an ongoing process. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're a leading vendor or you're not a leading vendor, but, you know, the integration possibility have been a lot and lot in the market, enabling the MSPs, enabling the service and, and the service providers to, to yeah. provide you know uh, the services or the solutions than 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 the product and that's where Heimdall is heading to Heimdall will be uh, very soon very very strong in in the integration space where mm-hmm. we are currently talking to a couple of biggest vendors in the market um, mm-hmm. enabling them to to offer more than what they currently do yes. okay interesting we've got a couple of questions uh, from some of the guys here so uh, Mohammed Kamal says so isn't it the moment to rely on management systems like ISO 27001, ISO 22301, or ISO 20000, so we can push in this direction? This, this all ISO certifications all have been uh, a very important part of a company structure. Mm-hmm. When it comes to any companies who wants to excel in, in the growth, they definitely need all these compliances in place. And this, this will definitely, you know, not only help, help the company, but it will bring a lot of awareness among their employees as well. Uh, hmm. Because Heimdall uh, recently got uh, the SOC 2 compliance and, and, you know, it was a great process for, for us as a company. You know? uh, we, we learned, you know, what is the real requirement? What is actually GDPR? What is actually, why we need the SOC 2 compliance? And, and you know, this, if you look into the future, this all will be considered as a as a trust factor for for the enterprises. Yeah, mm-hmm. to to the costing. To, to what I was meaning uh, here is, if you look into the future, the, the ISO compliance 
and for all these areas will be will be considered it is very important for for any companies in the market but it's more important to 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 the to the resellers or or the vendors because mm. the customers will see that as a drug factor uh, you know they can be measured on that yeah Okay, thank you. Um, another question from uh, Balaji. Balaji says, what are the possible causes uh, or possibility for getting cyber attacks? <laughs> that's, that's a great question, Balaji. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Balaji, you know, I want to answer this question in this way. Uh, the hackers sitting, you know, on other side, Yes. Mm-hmm. I represent Heimdall Security, and uh, you know my agenda is to provide you the best security in the market. That's that's correct. But on the other hand, uh, the hackers sitting in other other side, they are very very smart. Yeah. <laughs> they always see, they always come with you know something great which can overcome what you have in inputs. Yeah. So yeah. even if you have all the technologies in place, let's say you have. Uh, 30 products or 40 products, leading product in cybersecurity, that doesn't mean that you are 100% secure. Hmm. We have heard a story about, we have heard many stories about the big enterprises, the big cybersecurity solution provide, providers getting attacked in the last yeah. couple of which are very famous. So uh, if you, this, this question is, it's a very, very vast <laughs> uh, area. And there are a lot of things you have to do, Balaji. You have to secure your environment by a, definitely with a strong firewall, a strong, um, you know, uh, enterprise grade and endpoint security. Um, more than endpoint security, you need some solutions like I'm like an EPDA solution which focus into uh, protection than than the prevention or than the remediation and detection. And mm-hmm. moreover, all this, you know, you have to give proper user awareness to your employees. To the team working in your team, you have to be proper user awareness. They have to know, they have to understand what are the steps, what are the things you have to do on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And you have to understand in which all way an attack can happen. So if you yeah. give that, I can I can simply say that 80% your, your environment is secure. Yeah. But, yeah. but you know, the insider that yes, that's the most most common, the most it's interesting. We're talking about um, uh, with Nikolai in the last session last month. We're talking about the idea of cyber uh, insurance, uh, and the reality is, it's, it's. I think it's hard for cyber insurance companies because what is a secure company, right? You you can't necessarily define it because it's a moving target, right? Moving target because the um, the ways of making something secure are evolving, but also the ways of breaching those security perimeters are evolving as well. So it's just something you constantly need to be, um, yeah, to keep on top of and keep educated on, I guess. Um, there's another question we have before we get back to the, the plot, let's say. Um, Sriram, hopefully that answers your question, uh, Balaji and Mohammed. Um, so Sriram has a question. Uh, what is special feature in Heimdall Enhanced EDR? Um. Sriram, to, to answer the question, high-level security, we, we, not, we are not really an media solution. Our team uh, or, or the way the other, other, other partners or the other vendors look into media is different. Ours is different. Our focus is mainly into the prevention part of it. Being mm-hmm. a proactive vendor, being a proactive support to your environment, that's what high-level security looks into. That's what we focus. So, Heimdall doesn't really focus into EDR, but we came up with a new term for EPDR, 
endpoint prevention, detection, and response. That's, I would say, that's the next level of area where we focus more into prevention. Mm -hmm. And we, we, we pay a little importance to remediation and detection. Yeah. So we, we, we used to hear this, an apple a day, keep the doctor away. Yeah. So that, that's about, it's the same concept. If we can do the prevention, if I can eat an apple and, and prevent myself from getting um, injured or, or maybe sick, then why should I go to doctor? So the same concept is here. You know, we make sure that your environment is secure. We prevent all the attacks in your environment so that you know we don't have to really look into the remediation detection part. Yeah, that's a, that's the concept of Heimbel EPDR. It's an interesting one, though, right? Because um, obviously. Prevention is always better than the cure, of course. But I think given the fact that we were just discussing the the, the idea of a secure organization is is not, re, not reality. <laughs> um, there needs to be, a, a, um, I guess, uh, a strategy for dealing with breaches. Like I was talking to a company yesterday and they were saying, you know, we, we did a, um, we had a red team uh attack or have you on a, on a company to test uh, and, and essentially their SOC team was sleeping. Um, they didn't even trigger a, a responses or, or, or red flags for up to five days later, uh, which is which is quite horrendous when it only takes a fraction of a second to infiltrate a, a network, right, and take, take it down. So it's, I think, so what, what they were advocating is, yes, obviously prevention is best, um, but there still needs to be recognition of, okay, if, if something does happen, what is your uh, remediation, right? What are you going to do? Um, we, we focus, we have technologies, uh, Richard, we have technologies yeah. focus into the remediation detection part of it. We have yeah. a strong AV engine, a strong uh, firewall management. Uh, we have a strong ransomware inclusion protection, which we recently introduced. That's mm -hmm. an Product to be to, to be to be seen. Uh, it looks into any attacks or any encryption which is caused by the ransomware in your environment. And if if it happens, the guarantee is we will prevent the encryption at the first file or the second file. Yet the, the whole concept is to stop the spreading of, of the ransomware from, from, from yeah. getting into the environment. So we have a strong technology when it comes to the, the remediation part. Mm -hmm. and, and, and definitely we are looking forward to bring multiple technologies together in the future to make sure that this is fully automated and that people take steps. And like what you mentioned, uh, uh, Richard, you, you did an activity with Red Team on, on a company where the soft team was sleeping, of course. So we are, what we're trying to do in the future is we will set up a unified uh, mm -hmm. security platform with automated response. That means if something happens, we have already mentioned what has to be done uh, yeah. when this. So this will be the future. This will be how Heimbel gonna be gonna be uh, you know mentioned in in the books and and, and also in the technology space in, in the future. Fantastic. So as as we now start to talk about the future, if you like, um, so looking ahead five to ten years. So what is the cybersecurity industry as a as a whole look like? So outside of Heimbel now, what what do you think the industry looks like? Uh, so let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me put it another way. So if you, if you think about the, the, the cybersecurity uh, as an industry, what I'm actually interested in discussing now is from a, a skill set perspective, how do we ensure that 
we as individuals within the industry remain relevant. And obviously when you're talking to uh, someone on the tech side of the business, then clearly there's, you know, various certifications that they can, or accreditations they can, they can go for to, to, to keep their, their recognized knowledge up to par. Uh, but for someone who works on the commercial side of the organization like yourself, Pavin, um, what do you do or, or can you do to keep your, to make yourself relevant uh, as the industry evolves? Uh, Richard, you know, I when I when I came to to Middle East, you know, I came with a very little experience in cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I've grown to this level because I have spent a lot of time in cybersecurity market. I spend my time to learn about the technologies, how it is evolving in the market, and it's going very very fast. It's a very very big uh, uh, field to work with as well. So. Uh, to, to the question you answered, one of the greatest challenge which I felt in this market is user awareness. Okay, it is not just between the, the cybersecurity leaders, but with the CIO, CISOs, the C-level employees, everyone in the industry, they they should be a bit more aware about what is the real technologies they need to protect their environment. What what is the real use case of each technologies? I, I can I can simply say a small example. I have seen some countries, countries, I don't want to name the country, but I have seen some countries, which is in Middle East, not UAE, of course, they have in they are investing a lot of lot, lot of money into the DNS security space. Yeah, which but, digital security space, is it? The, the DNS security, DNS. DNS, okay, yeah, yeah. So if you look into this region, we are we are not yet there. We are still, uh, you know, uh, learning how DNS will work. You know, it's, it's a various slow process. So mm-hmm. there are countries in Middle East who have already had awareness how the DNS security works, why we need DNS security yeah. on top of the firewall. But, you know, this is very important in Middle East. We should spread the awareness, which I'm currently doing through our my team, through my farmers, through my distributors, through mm-hmm. my customers as well, why we really need a DNS security in place, along with whatever whatever you know security stack you have at the moment. So it's all about the awareness. The awareness uh, is not yet in, in, in the right uh, uh, place. Of course, it's not a very, it, it will not yeah. be a very fast uh, grown thing. It will take time though, but you know, I, I believe by, by, by end of this year or next year, people will really, really realize what is that we need to, to secure the environment, what are the technologies? It should be a 360 level technology. You know, no one can survive with with like 120 level or, or you know, uh, yeah. 240 level. It should be a 360 level security which people should go for. And and that's what Heimdall Security as a vendor, you know, spreading in the market. So, so but, but on a personal level, uh, Pavan, I'm interested to understand. So what are your, um, again, what, what do you do at the, at the articles, news streams, news feeds, whatever that you keep up with in order to keep your knowledge of the industry relevant. As I said, you know, from a, from a tech perspective, we can get our examinations and that by virtue of having those qualifications will, 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 will mean we can apply for certain jobs, right? But for you as a, as a country manager, there's not necessarily the requirement for you to, to, to obtain such accreditation. So how do you demonstrate your, I guess your ongoing value uh, as, as someone who's leading an organization in this space. Does that make sense? That, that makes sense. 100% Richard. If you have a passion, definitely you will, you will drive towards it, right? So mm-hmm. that's where I'm, I'm also driving to. What I do on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, is I spend time on 
understanding what is what is happening in the industry what have what is the latest technology in the industry if i only learn about firewall security definitely yeah. i will be having a little knowledge but what i do usually is i learn about my competitors mm. yeah I learn about the leading vendors in the market i learn about the the vendor we have been found like two years back one year back what technology what strategy they are utilizing they are using in 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 mm. uh, cyber security yeah. space so it's all about the land richard it's all if you spend some time on learning if you talk to people understand how it is how it is how they are performing how they are working yeah that yes that is the way to go and of course linkedin the webinars like what you what you're currently doing this all mm-hmm. are part of it this all are really part of it that the people which who are here i mean we have many uh, attendees here they all are here because they want to learn, learn about the cyber security industry how we yeah. are performing as in angle security and how you are helping us so this all hmm. is part of the journey so all are uh, you know maybe one or or two or three pillars in your growth and this can definitely you know benefit uh, in the future excellent okay so now as an organization within the cybersecurity industry what do you believe are the key factors in attracting great talent because obviously you've recruited a fair amount of people over the last couple of years and you're likely going to recruit more over the coming years what what are the things you feel are important to attract talent uh, i feel you know the main elements which is which which when it comes to an employee is mainly of course the monetary factor that's that's one main factor so when it's mm-hmm. a monetary it's about the financial part of it and mm-hmm. along with that the reputation of the company yeah management or the team they are working mm-hmm. these are these are the three areas where uh someone can get benefit or someone will be interested to join uh, the team yeah and these are the things that you put as a priority when you're obviously looking for 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 talent excel mm-hmm. it's all about you as as a country manager being very frank with the people you're looking for you you have to be very 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 open to them uh, mentioning we are this we yeah. came to this level it's all because of our hard work our performance our solution offering our uniqueness in the product so if you be part of the team now then definitely we can take you through to all the steps and you will be definitely successful in the future so this is where you know people see a value and yeah. people you know utilize this as as one of the main major elements yeah. excellent so i'm still here my camera is turned off for some reason i'll i'll keep talking the other question i have for you uh uh pavin so if we're now talking about um skills and experience what are the toughest skills and experience to recruit for so um, me being coming to this market you know building a team for himgol uh it was not easy it was not easy as in um it was very difficult for me to find the right resources i was spending a lot of time a lot of time in the recruitment part of it identifying mm-hmm. you know, what what he really wants you know identifying what kind of uh, person he is so this all can be can be managed by my entity that only and and someone like you can probably help me in, in finding the right resources yeah so yeah. so the major challenges which i had is to find the right skill set the, the people with the right skill set who have a passion to grow and and also who have the ability or or, or the capability to grow together as a team rather than a person hmm. yeah and and someone who can support me in the journey where i'm trying to take i'm go to the next level so these are the areas which i was a bit 
confused where where I was looking forward forward for club health and yeah. and you know that that's something i think me as a vendor as a first boots on the ground will be looking forward for as well in the future Excellent. So when we, when we talk about you, you often hear um, people sitting within the cybersecurity space talk about the skills shortage. Okay. Um, now, I'll be honest, we, we've not really encountered that because we don't typically have an issue for recruiting um, people, regardless of how specific the requirements are. But I'm just interested to understand from your perspective, um, have you seen any evidence of a, of a particular skill shortage? And if so, what, what skills are, are we talking about here? Uh, I have seen uh, people with different skills in the market with different vendors. Some mm. of people act in a different way, actually. You know, some of the people, some of the some of the textural talents, they will be very good at selling it, but at the terms of negotiation, they might, uh, you know, be be having some challenges. Mm. Uh, a salesperson should, you know, the best capability or skill the salesperson should have is is communication skill. He should mm. be able to communicate one what what he wants to to uh, wants the customer to buy, and yeah. in space one of the best you know I, I believe one of the best part of, of mine is uh, I have an excellent communication skill when it comes to the customers. I'm not talking about maybe my partners might be but but not my vendors or anyone which I work with but I'm more into the customers. So mm. I believe uh, one thing about me if a meeting. If a customer meeting is going in a very slow, slow pace, and mm. if I get five minutes of it, I can turn that into, into a you know a, a faster communication. I can I can turn into a better result. That's mm. that's the confidence I have as, as a salesperson. I believe this is the major skill you know mm. we all as an as an the, the, the top level management looking for in the people, especially yeah. the communication skill, uh, which has been followed by. Uh, the uh, you know the skill set uh, when it comes to uh, negotiations and mm-hmm. and also um, the person should be the fast learner because the industry is going in a very very fast way right I mean so the mm-hmm. person should also be a fast learner so this all should be the the areas where where we feeling um, there's a short short uh, and you know definitely but people can definitely do this. Excellent. Okay, fine. So now back back to Heimdall to some extent. What I'm interested in understanding now is obviously the market evolves, the industry evolves. Um, where do you see, I was going to say yourself, but not yourself. Where, where do you see uh, perhaps Heimdall um, security over the next five years? How is the company evolving? Heimdall security have been evolving since uh, 2014 in the term of uh, you know, the product development. If you've seen the growth of Heimdall, it's been very fast. Hmm. When I joined Heimdall in 2019, you know, the, the top salespeople, we were almost like 40 people, you know, in 2020, yeah. we increased the strength of the sales team from, from this 40 to 180. That's three times or four times of what we had in the past. So yeah, it, it's about the organization as, as growing plus we are we are putting all of our effort to make ourselves as, as the real barriers to bring the company to the front end. Yeah, to to be in, in, in one of the first five five cybersecurity providers in in the market. Yeah, the the plans we have for let's start from the Middle East of course. The mm. plans we have for Middle East, 
we have developed or we have found some of the areas you know a vendor should be really thought about especially in middle east where we have a lot of challenges in terms of data compliance uh, you know mm-hmm. storing data the data distribution part of it hindle have taken a great step towards it we are we are going to launch our local data centers mm-hmm. with uh, with the support of microsoft azure we'll be having a local data centers very soon in this market and and hopefully in in uh, in one or two months which is which will be great news for us you know the government the Price government is ahead. <laughs> yeah so the government companies the enterprises still have uh, you know a bit bit reluctance in, in in moving to cloud this yeah. would definitely remove that because if their data is being used in uae they are they're happy they are they think they are safe of course if they are of course safe and you know things will be very 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 good for we as a vendor and for the customer as well yeah Fantastic. Good to see things uh, moving in the right direction. So listen, one last question for you, uh, Pavan. What I'm interested and what I know our audience are interested to understand is, do you have any advice for anyone uh, who is maybe considering a move uh, into cybersecurity from a career perspective? Uh, My my advice to the people who who is looking into the the cybersecurity phase, who are the people coming to the cybersecurity phase, of course, if, if you really think about it, this is a great, great space to perform, to definitely to, to uh, have financial benefit, and of course, to be the best in the market. It's a great, great area uh, focused. And if you're already in the cybersecurity space, the only, uh, you know, uh, suggestion which I want to share is learn a lot, keep learning, because it's going day by day. The technology which you see today at at one o'clock will not be the technology you see today at five o'clock it will change the hackers will change they are more smarters they're more smart than than all all of us so they will come with new technologies we also have to come with new technologies and that's where the cybersecurity industry is is moving so make yourself updated on the technologies make yourself uh, you know not to that your competitors and, and and all this information will definitely benefit in your career of course Excellent. Thanks, very much. I, You know, I've got time. One, one last question from uh, Mohammed. Mohammed says, uh, "What is the new trend, or what are the new trends in information security? Um, are there space for AI or SO?" Uh, Mohammed, just to just to understand that question, I I know what you mean by AI, and uh, what you mean by SO is the security operations, right? I believe it's security operations. Yeah, I assume so. Yeah, if Muhammad, if you type uh, in, it just said SO. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so let's just let's just assume security operations and AI. Yeah. So uh, AI is is a growing uh, field, as you all know. It's it's one of the fastest growing field, and we as in Heimdo, we have also taken steps towards the AI part of it. We have introduced. Uh, if you look at the DNS security market, you know, all the vendors in the market are lot and lot laying on the databases. Hmm. The database means, in simple words, you have a database of the malicious website in the market. So if something comes in that in that area, you have to block the particular domain. Hmm. So that's where all the cybersecurity, all the DNS security, web security vendors focus. Hymdo security have taken a, a future step uh, towards it. Mm-hmm. We have brought AI 
and we utilize AI in, in, in identifying the malicious website or, or the website where we can get attacked tomorrow. Yeah, the, the future, I mean, that's something called predictive DNS, which you have brought to the table. And what we do here is, we, we, with our mechanism AI, we will be able to understand the language of the domain, the script which is running in the domain, what kind of website it is, all the data, all the information about the domain. And this is helping us a lot in, in, our, in our growth. When, when the other vendors in the DNS security, they're still focusing into the databases. We took a step towards AI, and now we brought uh, AI into the DNS security. So our focus in your database is very, very minimum, let's say 20% percentage, where 70% focus is into AI. And this is not just involving with Heimdall, but it is happening with all the vendors in cybersecurity space. And in the future, so you can see that from, from five years, I, I can simply say that everything we should say, including security operation, will be completely AI-based. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to do, you just have to get the solution in place. The solution will do everything for you. Maybe uh, what we call the virtual CISO, it might not be there after five years. It will be like virtual uh, CISO computers or, or the AI capability <laughs> coming in, in picture. That will be the future, I believe, uh, Richard. I mean, uh, it's, yeah. it's a big field open. It is one of the fastest growing uh, area. Awesome. There is actually one other question. Sorry, I missed it. Uh, this is from Sriram also. We'll answer this. Um, Shuram says, any micro-segmentation features available or expected in near future within product or services? Um, Sriram, we are currently trying to develop something uh, on our side, but more than micro-segmentation, what we're trying to do is first bring a technology which will provide a 360 level security and then mm -hmm. look at that area. So if you look into Heimdall, I can, I can simply say by 2022 January, we'll be having a, a platform which provides a, a 360 level security to the customers. And that's where we are, we, are, we are planning for, or that's where we're going to. So in, in seven months, eight months, you will definitely see, or you will definitely hear a lot of lot of things from Heimdall in terms of our unified security platform and the 360 level security. Microsoft recommendation will definitely come in the future. And, and as you know, there are, there are products at the moment which is already uh, doing it, but it has to be matured a lot, uh, you know, in, in the coming days. So we will, we will wait some time for that, and we'll definitely come up with that particular strategy in the future. Excellent. Look, we're out of questions and almost out of time. Uh, I think, look, I've thoroughly enjoyed the conversation with you today, Pavin. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. Thanks a lot. It's been, it's been a pleasure with you. Uh, I, before, before ending up this webinar, I want to ask you a question. Sure. You have, <laughs> you have been in this industry for, for quite some time. And yes. what is the reason for your success? Because you had a success within a very short span of time. Because if, if um, you know, I didn't know you for the, I mean, in 2016 or 17, we met yep. 2019 and we made a big, a big friendship uh, bond with, with, within us. And also uh, you have been very familiar in the market as well at the moment. So what is the success uh, when it comes to a recruitment uh, consultancy? What is the what? Sorry, I missed the first part of the question. What is the what? What, what is the reason of success? You are being a recruitment consultant. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Good question. Uh, look, I think the reality is I've before we set up the business uh, in 2019, I'd worked with a number of different recruitment agencies here in the region, and they were just awful. <laughs> 
that they were very highly transactional um, from a business model perspective, okay? Um, they were just interested in sending CVs. Many weren't um, adequate, uh, and, and that was it. So what we've done, and to be honest, the, the pandemic has helped us in a way, um, because rather than setting up the business and rushing into this well-known transactional business model, um, we, 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 we were able to take a step back uh, and get to know the market better. Um, by way of, you know, web, you know, we run regular webinars that we're doing now for cybersecurity. We, we run also workshops, uh, lunch and learn sessions. The next one will be in a couple of weeks where we, we'll be discussing um, uh, customer success as a concept in sales. Uh, and then we also have regular mastermind sessions with leaders within the industry as well. And, and all this is really aimed at giving value to the industry. And because we're offering so much value up front, um, that increases our reach from a candidate perspective and then also that means from a client perspective um people want to deal with someone who's doing something different right historically you know one of our recent clients they are actually uh, we actually have them on video saying we we we, we lost faith in recruitment agencies and then we found alcohol manics <laughs> um because our approach is very different i think because i've i come from a, a sales and sales leadership background we adopt this approach in all our mandates, right? So it's very much, a, it's not just send me a job description, I'll find you a candidate. It's more about us trying to understand the company at a deeper level. So the question we always ask is, what is the challenge you're trying to address with this hire? And we help them frame uh, ultimately the, the target profile that, that we then pursue in the market. Um, but look, Appreciate the question, but today's not about me. Uh, it's about you uh, and cybersecurity. But look, if, the, the reality is, look, if anyone out there wants uh, help with recruiting uh, within the cybersecurity industry, then, then obviously please do reach out. My email address is richard at alconmatics.com. Uh, myself and my team would be more than happy to help you guys out. Um, a recording of this session, guys, just so you know, will be available in the next couple of days. So please look out for it uh, on our LinkedIn page. Um, but it'll also be live on our website, which is alconmaddox.com forward slash webinars. So that is it for this week. Um, we'll be back again next month with another cybersecurity leader. If you or your company would like to participate or become uh, a, a speaker on these sessions, then again, please get in touch. Richard alconmaddox.com. Uh, I'll be more than happy to uh, have the discussion with you. Thanks again, Pavin. And thanks very much for joining us, everyone. We'll see you next month.